Hey, it's Steph, otherwise known as Moving Forward, Looking Forward, or MFLF, which does sound a little bit radio name-like, doesn't it? I wanted to thank everyone for your continued support of my podcast. I'm still receiving amazing feedback, and I'm glad I'm helping a lot of people. And when it was first suggested to me that I do a podcast, I thought, oh my God, why would anyone want any more of me than what they're already getting but I suppose talking for 20 minutes half an hour about something that I'm passionate about is very different to watching me work out or watching a 30 second Instagram story or a live that you may or may not get to see and ask questions from. It's great to have another platform where I'm able to share my lived experience and knowledge of what I've been doing over the last well 18 months consistently but what feels like for most of my life. So it brings us to today's topic. Last time I spoke to you about the three things that I believe have helped me keep going. Well three steps to succeeding in it. When I say it I'm referring to being successful in my health and fitness journey. First step was food and I didn't actually mention the other two but the other two I believe to be our exercise and consistency and before I continue on with today's episode which is about exercise I better let you know once again that I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a PT, I'm actually not qualified in anything. That's actually really sad. However, I do have a diploma in community services and I did do three years of social work. So that's got to count for something. Hey, I say this because I don't want you to ever think that I give you advice in the place of a professional. And if you feel as though you need to seek professional advice for anything that I ever speak about in any of my podcasts, please make sure you do. So let's chat today about exercise. One of the questions I get asked a lot is how I started. I'm going to jump back to when I was at my heaviest. I was 243 kilos and everything was a real struggle. I didn't exercise when I was that weight. In fact, I actually started waiting until I was around the 200 kilo mark to do any form of exercise at all. I started going to the gym and I saw a personal trainer. I've actually had a couple of personal trainers over the years, but some of the personal trainers I've had previously have only ever thought that I was only able to do anything in the pool. And I understand that when people see me, they probably just see a whole bunch of limitations and sore joints and all that sort of stuff. But lucky me, knock on wood, I don't actually have anything wrong with me as such as far as my physical self goes. I don't have sore knees. I don't have a sore back. I don't have any issues with arthritis. I don't have any of those sorts of restraints that may stop me from being able to exercise properly. But I understand as a qualified PT looking at me without actually knowing me, they probably think, what can I do with her other than put her in the pool? So that's what I found myself doing a lot of. I do though know that when you are bearing a lot of weight, there is a lot of pressure on your joints. So I do fully understand why it is really important to focus on those low impact exercises. And the pool is definitely a great place to start. But as I said, right at the beginning, don't take my word for it. Make sure you seek a professional's advice. This is just my own lived experience. 
And even booking a session with a PT if you are at the gym and you are wanting to look at some of those low impact exercises that may be suitable for you is definitely worth every single cent that you'll spend. There are a lot of different things that you can find on YouTube though. So if you have a look at low impact exercises on YouTube, you'll even find things that work only your arms or work only your legs. If you look up chair exercises, I found a lot of different things that I actually utilized after I injured my foot last year. I couldn't work out. So I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And there are so many different things that you can do in a chair that will work up a sweat. I know that sounds really silly, but there are so many things you can do. So when it comes to exercising and being bigger, there are no excuses. Now, I know a lot of you may not agree with that, and I do know I'll probably cop a bit of flack for that. There are differences between excuses and reasons. Let me explain. I don't like getting up early in the morning and I don't like working out because I am not a morning person and it's cold and it's dark and it sucks. That is an excuse. A reason for not getting up in the morning early to exercise is because I have a huge headache, because I had a late night, because the kids are sick, because I am not feeling well, because medically I'm not able to. So I'm not one of these people that will look at someone and think, oh, well, you know, they've got no reason for working out because of dot, dot, dot. I understand the difference between excuses and reasons. And I think if people want to use the hashtag no excuses which is what I do use a lot I don't use it in the form of oh I'm going to go to the gym and I'm full of the flu and I'm going to get everyone sick hashtag no excuses Uh -uh. there's no way I'd be going to the gym if I'm sick because that's just stupid it's understanding the difference between having a legitimate reason and making excuses about not being able to exercise or, or not wanting to exercise I did a lot of modified exercises as well. So if you've been following me for a while, you probably have seen me doing burpees on a chair or burpees on a weight bench. You've probably seen me using a pole when I do squats. And I was doing these sorts of things to help take pressure off my knees. And these exercises were prescribed by a specialist. So they're not things that I made up and decided, hey, that looks really cool to do. I'm going to give it a shot. No, these were things that have been recommended to me to do. And there's always going to be a modified version of anything. So oh, my personal trainer, love him, but hate him. <laughs> he, he got me to do some planks the other day. And I've never actually done planks with him before. And I said, look, I just want you to know that whilst it doesn't look like I'm doing a lot here right now because my stomach touches the ground, it's hard. It's hard work. And he looked at me and he told me to stop doing my plank after a couple of seconds. He said, right, I want you to do it this way. And it's not a plank, but it's working the same muscles that a plank works I could only hold it for probably 10 seconds. Whereas a plank, a traditional plank, I can hold for hours because I'm not actually doing it as well as I should. So it's interesting to see that modified exercises, while sometimes they look easier, are actually harder than doing it a normal way, especially if you're bigger, because you're using different muscles to hold up that weight. So it's, yeah, <laughs> I I used to do push-ups on the wall and once I realized that I could actually do push-ups on the ground, I was a bit sad because I 
actually felt the benefit a lot more on the wall for those particular muscle groups that I was trying to target. So modified doesn't mean easier. Modified doesn't mean you failed. Modified means you can't do it the normal way. So here's a different way. Give it a go. And then you're not going to be one of these people making excuses saying, oh, I can't do that because of blah, blah, blah. Another way I tackle exercise is by not doing things I don't like to do. I might sound like a spoiled brat or a princess when I say that, but if I say to you now, hey, look, you know, did you want to go for a run with me and you don't like running, you're not going to go. And if you do go, you're not going to enjoy it. And if you do go and you don't enjoy it, it's highly unlikely you're going to do it again. That's why I will only do exercises that I enjoy doing. But in saying that, I actually revisit the exercises I didn't enjoy doing a couple of months ago so that I can see if I enjoy doing them now. Reason I do that is because when you start exercising, particularly in my case, and I'll speak from my experience solely, I was really, really unfit. I found running hard. I found being on the cross trainer hard. I found being on the exercise bike hard. And the exercise bike is actually one of the easiest activities you can do. The reason I found it hard was because of my stomach, my fatty apron, mama pouch. I call it my fat. Most of you probably know that by now. But my fat gets in the way. So when I'm pedaling, my fat crunches up and I can't move. It's the same as the rowing machine. My fat gets in the way. So I'd put those exercises down as things to do another time, things to do in a couple of months when I've lost a bit more weight, when I'm a bit more fitter, when I've got more movement, when I've got more of an ability to be able to know what my body can and can't do. So what I suggest you do, and I'm more than happy to put one together, is go through a list of exercises and actually tick off the ones you like doing. So I'll try and get a couple of hundred together. I'm probably giving myself a bit more credit than what I think I am by saying I'll get a few hundred together, but I'll get a reasonably sized list for you to go through and tick off some of the exercises you like. You'll be surprised at the number of things that you actually enjoy doing And you'll probably be surprised at the number of things that you actually want to try and start with that list and go through it and work your way through it. There's your workout for the week or for the month, depending on however many you checked off. Once again, seek advice on how to do them, but there'll be basic things there like walking, walking the dogs, kicking the football, playing cricket, bouncing a basketball. I'll make sure I include a heap of different things there for you to to access and have a look at, but you'll be surprised at the level of things you can do and the level of things you actually want to do as well. And in a couple of months or a month's time, revisit that list. Okay, well, I didn't like running a month ago, but you know what? I might give it a go. I might give it a shot now. Try it. If you don't like it, try it again in a month. It's always important, just like foods, just like you do with a kid. Hey, you know, she doesn't like broccoli this month. I'm going to try it again in a couple of months as well. Broccoli was probably a really bad example because there's not many people like a lot of broccoli brussels sprouts is probably a better one to use but i'll definitely get that list of exercises together and i'll post it in a link somewhere for people to be able to access and have a look at with exercise as well if you have seen some of my instagram or facebook feed you'll notice i do a fair bit of exercises in a group Group exercise for me was something that I found really daunting. I did not like the idea of going into a room full of people 
and working out because making eye contact with someone who's hot and sweaty can be really uncomfortable. But if you're doing something, once again, that you love doing, you're going to find it a lot easier. But if you're doing it with someone you enjoy hanging out with, you're going to find it really, really easy. So grab a mate and go and do something. There are a lot of different things that you can do. And if you do have a gym membership, have a look at the list of group exercises that you can do. So my gym have Zumba on a Monday night at eight o'clock. I love it. I'm not coordinated. I can't do a lot of the things that she does. And sometimes as soon as I start getting the hang of that Zumba movement that she's doing, she'll change it completely to something I have no idea how to do and then I'll look like a tool but no one's looking at me because they're all looking at her also trying not to look like tools so I think it's really important that when you go and do a group exercise you will notice that people aren't looking at you they're looking at the instructor because they want to make sure that they're doing the right thing but have a look at that group exercise timetable and have a look at some of the things that you may be interested in doing find someone to bring with you if you can't find someone Take a massive, big, deep breath and go yourself. And I find that when I go myself and I hide in the back corner, I get my stuff done without worrying about what anyone's thinking of me. And it can be scary. It can be really, really frightening, especially when you're going and doing something new. But go and do it. Because once you've done that, you'll be able to do something else and you'll be able to do something else. And you may not have anyone to talk to. That's where your phone comes in handy. Play on your phone if you don't feel like being socially worried about no one saying hello to you or go up and say hello or start conversation, start small talk. You will meet some new friends. You'll find some like-minded people who might also be able to introduce you to some new classes as well. So group exercise gets a huge thumbs up from me. It's a lot of fun and it gets your body moving and it's something I look forward to doing every week. And on that, you may have seen I work out with a group of girls on a Tuesday night. That has become part of my week that I thoroughly look forward to doing and it's not simply because I'm working out and I enjoy doing that it's because I'm hanging out with my mates and we get to have a laugh and we talk throughout the whole entire hour and we catch up and they're amazing women they are so inspiring and I find them to be such a how do I say it It's become a part of my week that I don't like being without. And I've been doing a business course for the last few months, so I haven't been at that Tuesday night group and I've missed it. I have really missed it and I feel really miserable when I look at photos of them doing their thing because you start becoming accustomed to doing things with your mates and and hanging out with them. And yeah, it starts to become something that you enjoy doing and then, then in turn miss when you can't do it. I get asked a lot if I see a personal trainer. Yes, I do. And is he cheap? No, he's not. (laughs) But I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't gamble. I don't spend my money on takeaway anymore. So I am able to justify that cost. I'm not saying that everyone's going to be able to do that. But if you're wanting to see a PT and you can't afford it, have a look at your gym or personal training center and see if they offer group training personal training sessions if that made sense that was a mouthful you may find that there's a personal trainer there who does boot camps at my gym 
two of the personal trainers there that I know of do do these boot camps where they have them in the morning they go for say half an hour or an hour and they charge $20 a person or $10 a person or whatever it is they they charge that may be a way for you to be able to access personal training but at a cheaper cost or partner up with a mate and contact a PT that you're interested in seeing and say hey look I've got a friend we'd like to do this together can we split the cost and then at least you'll get that one-on-one training and when I wasn't able to afford a PT the amount that I'd like to have afforded it I was actually only seeing them to have a program written up and then I'd have that program revised so I'd go and see them and they'd write something up for me and then I would do that program and a month later I'd go back and then they'd say hey look how are you going how are you going with the weight limit? How are you going with the distance? And then they'd alter it for me. So there's a, a lot of different ways that you can do that if that's something that you're looking at doing. I know a lot of people find it hard to go to the gym and this is probably a whole topic in itself. Gyms can be really daunting places. Some people at gyms can be really nasty people. You can walk in there and feel like you're being looked at feel like you're being scrutinized, feel like you're being judged, feel like people are putting you down. Or you can walk in there, adjust your crown, put your headphones in, turn your music up and go and do your thing. You are not there to worry about what other people are thinking of you. You are there for yourself. You are there to go and do your thing. You are there to feel absolutely amazing at the end of that session. You are there to achieve your goals you're not there to worry about what others are thinking of you and if anyone does say anything to you go and speak to a manager because I guarantee you they won't be happy to hear that people are deterring others from working out and concentrating on their health if you don't want to go to a gym for whatever reason it may be financial it may be there's not one local to you it may be there's not one that you actually like going to there are plenty of things you can do at home and I touched on them a little while ago have a look on YouTube have a look at exercises like Tabata oh my gosh they're horrible <laughs> but they're amazing have a look at yoga have a look at Zumba there are a lot of different websites that offer different variations of workouts that you can do at home and they do that because you're not the only one who doesn't want to or can't go to a gym or work out with other people It's also not that expensive these days to set up your own home gym. If you buy an item a week or an item a fortnight or even have a look on eBay or Marketplace, you'll be able to get together a really good home gym for a budget price. You'll be able to go outside, do your thing, come inside, have a shower and not even leave your house and get some exercises done. And I think once again, it comes down to no excuses. I'm not saying that everyone can afford to go and spend 20 bucks on a set of battle ropes from Kmart, but you are able to find an old tire and use it as a stepper. I'm sure you've got a wall out in the backyard that you can use to bounce a ball against. I'm sure that you're able to do some hedge jumps and you don't even need any equipment for them. There's a lot of different things that you're able to do without having any equipment, without being in a gym, without having other people around you and you'll enjoy it. You'll feel great for it. And even if you just start off with five minutes a day, do whatever you can, do whatever you feel like you want to do. But once again, seek advice from a professional before you do any of this. I think the benefits of exercise, we all hear about it on the news, in the newspaper, on the radio. People talk about it all the time. 
And a lot of people will say to me, oh, why are you working out so much when it's only 80% of food exercise? I don't even know that percentage, but there's a percentage that people have introduced saying that if you are focusing on health and fitness and weight loss, that it's 20% food. No, I've got that around the wrong way. I think it's 20% exercise and 80% food, something like that. That's how much I care about it. I'm sure it's true. But I don't just exercise because I am losing weight. I exercise because it makes me feel good. I exercise because I feel strong and I feel energized and it helps my mental health. It helps me feel like I am actually doing something to contribute to my health and well-being. I exercise because it's fun. Now, I don't think I would have said that 20 months ago, but I love running. I love swimming. I enjoy park run. I love aquaerobics. I enjoy my boot camp, like I just said before. It's an outlet for me. And it also distracts me from eating. It's something that I have started using as a positive way of getting rid of negative energy. And I reflect on a while ago when I'd had a really, really bad day. And I did two exercise classes in the morning and After that, I still felt like I had energy and I ended up going for a run. After that, I ran 2.5 Ks, not in its entirety, but in a complete circuit, I ran 2.5 Ks, but I probably only ran 2 Ks of that. But I was wrecked. I wanted to be physically destroyed because when I feel physically destroyed, I don't feel hurt and I don't feel upset and I don't feel like eating because I think well you know what you just worked out you don't want to eat and you don't want to put all that weight on and I'm not going to eat by the way so but these are some of the things that I tell myself it's self-talk that I'll say to myself well hey you've just done all that workout don't go and have a pizza because you'll just undo all of your hard work so I exercise for a number of different reasons and it's finding those reasons for yourself that is going to help you be able to do it. And I am grateful for exercise. I'm grateful for the enjoyment that I get from that and that's why I'm so desperate to go and do it when I can't do it. One thing I have never regretted is a workout but I always regret the workouts that I don't do. And I know that might sound really silly, but even if I go to the gym and I do five minutes of something or 10 minutes of something, or I do a couple of laps of the pool, once you're there and once you started doing it, it seems silly to go home and not complete your workout. But when you're at home thinking, I should go to the gym, I should go to the gym and you're doing that for an hour, then you go to bed. When you wake up the next day, if you're anything like me, you're like, oh gosh, I really wish I'd gone last night. I had the chance, but I was making excuses, not reasons, but excuses. You regret that. And I don't like living with regrets. So I ensure that I do what I've committed to doing, which is looking after myself and focusing on my health and fitness and my overall wellness. One thing I do find helpful is having a diary. I treat my exercise like I do a really important appointment. So Monday night at 8 o'clock, I have a Zumba. And that is just as important as what an appointment with my GP would be. That appointment is just as important as what the appointment for my children's dentist would be. 
I ensure that I treat that appointment or that workout session with a level of importance because you go to the doctor because it's about your health. You go to the gym for exactly the same reason. So I don't feel as though it should be treated any differently. And if you're in the position where you do have kids and you don't have anyone to look after them, once again, there's plenty of things you can do without leaving the house. If you don't like working out at night, get up early in the morning. I know that sucks. <laughs> Even saying it out loud, I'm like, no, that's horrible. But someone said to me, a little while ago on Instagram, you always seem to have so much time to work out. Do you even work? Now, at that point, I was undertaking my work placement. So I was working full-time five days a week. Well, actually, part-time, my bad. I was working between 8.30 and 3. So I still had time to pick up the kids. But I'm working five days a week. Yeah, I was working. But we are all given 24 hours. And it's up to us what we do during that time. And you'll see some people who get up really, really early in the morning and they go to the gym and then they come home and do all their things and go to bed and then get up really, really early in the morning and go to the gym. And you may think, well, how do they do that? Because they want to, because they've managed to fit that in their lifestyle, because that is important to them. And it comes down to the things that are important to us. We're going to make the time for And that's why I fit my workouts in. And that's why I do what I'm doing because it's important to me. My goals are important to me. Feeling healthy is important to me. Kicking my goals is important to me. And working out is part of that. And I hope you've taken something from today's podcast. I know that it's really difficult sometimes to accept that it's up to us. I really wish that when people message me saying, oh, look, how do you do it? I could say, well, look, here's the secret recipe and here's how to make it. But please don't tell anyone and give it straight back to me as soon as you're done. It's not like that. It is hard work and it's about being consistent and it's about doing it every single day. It's about getting up and doing what you did yesterday the next day. And it's tough today I worked out this morning I did not want to go and I actually messaged my friend and I said oh I'm so unmotivated and so lazy she knew I'd still go though because it's important that I go and when I was there I gave it my all did I feel like being there no I did not feel like being there and I'm gonna hurt tomorrow for being there but I did it and I went And as soon as it was over, it was half an hour of my life that was spent really, really well. And I know it's only going to go for that period of time. And I know I'm going to feel good at the end of it. And that's what gets me there. And once you notice how you feel and once you notice you're able to fit this in, it will become a habit. And habits is what is the key to being successful in your health and fitness journey it's replacing your old habits of sitting in front of the tv doing nothing or laying in bed flicking on your phone looking at facebook whatever it is that you do where you could actually be spending time doing something better for yourself it's up to you it's up to us and whilst that may be hard to accept that's what it is there's no quick fix there's no easy way it's all a matter of how bad you want it. And with that, I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. Next time I 
hear you, well, actually, next time you hear me, I'll be chatting about consistency and I'll be covering the topic of habits a bit more. I'll be talking about how to develop some of them. I'll chat to you about goal setting, how I manage to do that, how I manage to stick to it. Once again, if you have any questions, any comments, any feedback, anything you'd like me to discuss and expand further on, please get in touch with me, message me on Instagram or Facebook. And by my next podcast, I would have found out my email address for you. So you have another avenue of getting in touch with me. Have a great morning, afternoon, night, whatever it is, wherever you are. And I will chat to you soon.